0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to What's Wrong With Us, the podcast. We're a little late. <laughs> Deal with it. We're here now. Brandon Orlowski, Greer Casagrande, we're Hello. back with you. Uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, uh, you can email us at www.upodcast@gmail.com. At Twitter is at www.upodcast. Instagram is at What's Wrong Podcast, and uh, here we are. It is October fourteenth.
1: It's a Wednesday night.
0: Wednesday evening. It's a it's very nice outside in Illinois.
1: Oh yes, the weather. It's now fall. Like you can just walk out, and the air just feels that. It's
0: been a yeah. It's been a little flip floppy the last week or so, but. It's kind of getting into that October feel. What's funny Kept settling is in.
1: I know it's fall because my um my coworker comes in and he goes, All right, it's my fall schedule because his summer schedule was coming in at ten AM and leaving at three PM. <laughs> so now he's on now he's back on his fall schedule and now he's working with me, so it's seven to three thirty. So that's how I know the seasons changed. <laughs> when he's not showing up
0: late. Yeah. My schedule's remaining the same, just Doordash, and then uh filling the rest of my uh filling the rest of my hours with whatever
1: good news for me on my job we got added new facilities so um we are going to be filling more long-term care facilities so i have a little more extra work to do so i won't be leaving early some days and missing hours and stuff which is really good so now i'll finally probably get my full time back where i was when i like first started which is really good so i'm happy about that and yeah
0: it's and work good. work lately has been all right. No real complaints.
1: No, um, the guys I work with. I honestly I realized that um, <laughs> a lot of people, in my family, were commenting on my language last episode, and I have to say I realized that I work with all guys. Like, I'm surrounded by them, and it's just the language is insane. And um, but I've really um, lately I've really been thankful that I work with um, the people that I do. They are they are pretty amazing and I like being able to you know walk into work and um go on our pharmacy floor and just say hi to every pharmacist and every you know tech and they're like hey career like a morning career like you know it's it's a really nice feeling it just sucks it doesn't I don't make a little more money (laughs) Like that's that's the only you know because the people that are I'm surrounded by are really good and um I do enjoy that and last few days um me and uh, three other guys I work with, we go um, on drives during lunch. So our lunch is supposed to be a half hour, but we've been gone like 50 minutes <laughs> we go for, and we drive around. Involved out
0: all with those, it's fine. Yeah,
1: we um, we get in the car, and we just argue about where we want to go, and then we go, and um, we get food, and then we um, drive around a little bit. The, uh, Miguel is his name, he takes me around, he drives us around and stuff, and it's really nice now because the leaves are changing. So we're over driving by um, Hillside, and I'm going to look on the map so I don't get the Ron. Um,
0: and sidebar, anybody working in retail, the trick is if you're going out to get lunch, go get the food first, then clock out for your break. That's a, that's a vet move, if you didn't already know. <laughs> Continue, Greer.
1: Yeah, but um, we'll go around that. Yeah, Broadview and... Um, And Brookfield and LaGrange will drive around there, and there's a lot of, um, like, uh, Cook County Forest Preserve, so you can see, like, the leaves changing. It's really nice, so I just sit in the back all quiet, and the guys are just talking about whatever, and I just kind of sit in the back and watch, but lately, they've been trying to get me to, like, stop saying sorry. I say sorry a lot at work, and they're like, Greer, stop saying sorry, tell us to fuck off, don't say sorry, and I'm like, okay... And, like, Miguel mess with me, and I'll be like, I'm sorry. He goes, no, stop. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Next time he messes me, I'm like, dude, fuck off, dude. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing that. <laughs> like, find your voice. They're like, they told me in the car, they're like, find your voice.
0: Gotta step up. Stay yeah. up to yourself.
1: Basically, so.
0: Hasn't your therapist kind of grilled you about that too, just saying sorry for things that Do
1: you know who really grilled me? Was and another person I worked with at Jewel Asco. I one of the ladies um, that worked in the bakery, she was like she called me like her she called me like a work mom. Like that's how she was. Yes. yes she yes. was my I should say she was my work mom, I should say. No, I, I know what you get. Yeah. What you get
0: that.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um but she um she one time I was talking to her and she goes, You never apologize. Never. If you're wrong you just say I was wrong and I'm so, like, then that's it. But don't, you don't say you're sorry. And I was like, okay, maybe I don't agree with that totally, but I understand what you're saying. And when a customer would get mad at me about yogurt or whatever, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to say like, you know, I try to train myself, but I kind of slip my way back into it again. But yeah, um, my therapist, yeah, he's really big into that too. The, the thing my therapist is big about is me doing what ifs. What if this? What if that? What Mm -hmm. if this? What if that? That's the big thing he gets me on, but I'm still working on that to this day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so am I. Very, very similar thought process there.
1: But anyway, yeah, getting back to my job. Sure, sure. Like we say, (laughs) we go off, you know, but getting back to my job. This is just
0: the intro. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We don't have to get too deep on the intro, but, um... Yeah, they they've been driving me around on my lunches now, so it's been nice. Um, so I've been seeing a really good side of work lately. Um, so I I I really, what I I start at seven a.m. and I live about it takes about forty minutes forty five to get there. So, the worst thing is having to get up early and drive and get there. But once I'm there, I feel fine and I'm happy. Like I'm happy to be there because one, I don't work with the public, and I think that's probably one of the easiest parts. I don't have to see a public It definitely but helps. Like. like if like if this is retail pharmacy i don't think i could i I, you know but the fact that you know i'm on my own or not on my own but in a group of guys and we're working towards one common goal and it's to us to get these prescriptions in a box taped up and out for shipping and um and we work very well together because it used to be four of us including me and then we had one of them leave because our hours were getting shortened and he was a father. He needed more hours, so we moved to a different department where he was insured to get his, you know, 80 per pay period. So, um, it was down to the three of us. And I feel like we worked better when it was just the three of us. Like, we just, um, some of us have a hard time communicating, but we, we get, we go through it. And, yeah, so it's been, um, it's been good. How has door dashing been? Has door dashing still the same or... Is it less? Is it more?
0: This past uh, this past week, I did I did pretty standard. Uh, wasn't too eventful. Uh, Friday was a big night. I made close to a hundred dollars in one in one evening. Uh, and then the rest of the weekend was pretty pretty standard. I didn't work on Sunday. I have family so over. So you
1: get a base rate, right? And then it's just added tips
0: yeah there's so there's a base pay for all the deliveries sometimes it's like it's usually like two or three bucks sometimes it can get up to like four or five bucks if it's if it's really busy uh then the rates just increase door dash just increases the rates for the for the drivers and the tip is added on top of that so it'll show you usually what your base pay is and what the tip already is and sometimes it'll be higher than what's than what it shows you for whatever reason, like if you get, if you get a tip that's like over ten bucks, like it'll usually show you, like it'll usually show you the low ball uh, amount, like without the tip really already added in for whatever reason, uh, and then you get a nice surprise afterwards. Like you're already taking a ten dollar order, uh, you think you're getting a ten dollar order, but afterwards it ends up being eighteen because it was a five dollar base pay and they t- ended up tipping thirteen dollars for whatever reason. It was it was a big order. They were generous, whatever reason.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that works then.
0: Yeah, works I mean well. it's it's kind of disheartening when sometimes you get like an eight like an eight dollar order, which is pretty standard. It's uh it's probably above average. I'd say average is like six six bucks, uh and you get like an eight dollar order and you fi- you see it was like a six dollar base pay and they only tipped two bucks. And so it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could have been a little better, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah so yeah the
1: it also probably depends on where you're at too, where you go,
0: yeah, sometimes uh certain areas and like it's pretty much uh divvied up into like counties, basically, yeah, um probably not like exact <laughs> exact counties and shit like that, but you know. I, I, I could list off the names of the towns, but I'm yeah, yeah, only I speaking right. to, you know, the people that know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. The people that know the area that we currently reside. Uh, yeah, but uh, other than that, uh, I've just been doing that uh, with most of, my, uh, most of my daytime hours, and then just come home and uh, watch Netflix, watch sports.
1: Netflix has been... If anyone... Now, what have you been on Netflix? Cuz I've been going on Ratchet. Ratchet? Rat,
0: Nurse Ratchet? Yeah, um,
1: it's you know, it has nothing to do with
0: It has nothing nothing to do with Once no, over the cuckoo's nest.
1: Nothing. It it's just based on her character. Okay. And
0: is it, is, it, is it so like it it has nothing at all no, no mention no, 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 no,
1: no, no mention of it. I, I I don't remember much of the book. I remember us Have in, you seen the movie? Yeah. I remember. I think in Mrs. Class we watched. I don't know if I should a name dropper, but when we were in high school, um, I think in uh, English class, I think we read it in one of those. Okay. And I think we watched the movie, but I, I didn't, I don't think I ever liked the book. I didn't read any book in high school. <laughs> like, I, I did it. One that's, of the teachers tried to make a spark. That's actually,
0: that's actually one of the, one of the books that I remember is One Foot Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I actually remember enjoying that book and like, just like looking Kent forward Kesey to finishing it. it. And now
1: looking back, I probably read it now, but, yeah. um, anyway, um. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with her character at all. But
0: it's Ryan just, Murphy it, did it. It's just based on the character. Yes, okay.
1: and Ryan Murphy did it, so it has like that American Horror Story type vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But it's like really bad. It's like there's like a twist every episode, and you're like, come on, like can there be anything else? Oh my god! But it's so fun to watch. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's really fun to watch. It's
0: cheesy. It's campy. It's cheesy.
1: Yeah, it's so cheesy, and I'm like. You know, I I you know I actually really like the storyline, and I'm I'm really thankful that Netflix did two seasons. They approved two seasons, so I'm like, okay, okay. at least I get another one after this. But I watched that one relatively pretty quick. Um, maybe actually no, maybe probably, probably like a week. I went what through it. What the hell? Oh, maybe I should <laughs> turn that off. We have a clock in our house that like <laughs> that goes off and <laughs> the numbers like spin around. Yeah.
0: Thanks to. Uh... Greer's parents for putting up that clock.
1: I know my mom's going to be like, Oh No! She's going to listen to this. And, and
0: like, thanks to us for not doing anything about it.
1: Yeah, thanks to us for pointing it out. We could it, have just ignored it. <laughs>
0: keeping it in bare bones. Yes. Um, So we were talking about Netflix. Uh, I'll have to check out Ratchet.
1: Yeah, anyone who's listening who wants something cheesy and kind of like a good story. I would say it was a good story. It's
0: October. One. It's a little spooky.
1: Yeah, it's spooky. Yeah, definitely. Good October thing. And um, my friend, you know, you know Jenny, she... Um, we started watching uh, *Haunting of*, uh, was it, *The Manor* one? Not *Haunting of*. Uh... I gotta look it up. Let me look it up real quick.
0: Uh, in that same vein of spookiness, *Blind Manor*. Of, okay, yeah, yeah. *Haunting yeah, yeah. of Blind Manor*. Yeah. Of spooky viewing, uh, unsolved mysteries also on Netflix. I don't know if you've checked it out. No, like
1: a, I've seen it though.
0: It's it's like a five or six part documentary like. Each, each, they're all each individual, like, stories for the episodes. It's not, like, one continuous documentary. Yeah. Uh, but they deal with five or six stories of people that have basically gone missing, and there's a really twisted backstory to pretty much each one of them. Uh, I've only seen, I've seen the first two episodes and then i believe the next episode i fell asleep during so i didn't really see what happened but they were very incredibly well made they're all i think they're all directed by different people and like the first one had to do with a guy who went missing and they couldn't find his body and then they figured out that he fell through a roof somewhere oh but it's God. like how did he fall through a roof like like a metal like steel Roof just fell through it somehow. They don't know how. And then the next one was about a woman at a salon who, in a span of 13 minutes, disappeared. Like, there was, like, logs from her uh, morning appointments and phone call records. And in a span of 13 minutes, she just disappeared and nobody knows what happened. God. Oh, my God. This is insane. <laughs> Very scary.
1: I I also watched... What reminds me of that is that I watched a documentary that was... Um... I just want to look up to make sure I got it. Um, correct, yeah. American Murderer, The Family Next Door.
0: Yeah, about the Watts family? Yeah.
1: That, I really... I shouldn't say I enjoyed watching it because it was really upsetting.
0: It was it was very fascinating, very gripping.
1: It was very well done. Like they had every her Facebook still public. You can still look up her Facebook. Yeah, and you'll see her pictures like like on this trip to, you know, before she died or whatever. Yeah. Like the, it's still cuz it's like a remembrance Facebook, like a memorial, like a memorial sure. thing. So, um it's still there. So they have like through and the, the Yeah,
0: and the documentary's all done through text messages and, yeah. and Facebook videos and
1: yeah, you can ben, see uh, oh
0: body, ben, body, body cam cams. Footage. Yeah,
1: because they'll see like the when you know when they call the cops and the cops look through the house or whatever, like, you know, they have the body cams on. It, it's insane. That's why I actually kind of enjoyed watching it because it, it was so realistic. It wasn't like, you know, um actors re uh actors, you know, redid it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um it was like real. Like real mm-hmm. real. So I watched that, that one. So if you're into true crime, I really enjoyed that. I hate saying it.
0: You know. You know what I mean. Murder porn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the Cabin, uh, Burt Kreischer show. Have you seen Oh, that? no.
1: But Tom Sabora on had one. No, I haven't. You know. he, yeah, He's
0: him and Joey Diaz are in the first episode. Interesting. Very funny.
1: Is Joey Diaz like physically there? Yeah. Okay.
0: And the next episode oh, is I guess, yeah, yeah, be. the very next episode is Nikki Glaser and Caitlyn Jenner, which is also a fantastic episode. Wait,
1: Nikki and Caitlyn together? Yes.
0: Oh my Same god! Episode. Shut up. Oh <laughs> Same god. episode.
1: I love Nikki Glaser. Nikki Glaser is amazing. Mm-hmm. She is amazing. Oh my god! Now you got me excited. I gotta watch that after you leave. After we're done with this, I gotta watch yeah. that. But um, yeah. No, I gotta watch that. He's a good. He's a good one too.
0: So today, Greer kind of wanted to spearhead a discussion uh, that she brought up to me actually just today, and I thought it was a really good thing to touch on because I think it's timely and uh, it kind of has everything to do with uh, our generation, you know, being Gen Zs or Millennials or whatever you want to call it, Um, and that is social media. And especially during this COVID pandemic, while everybody is... Inside. To themselves. Uh, So, take the floor.
1: Okay, I really want to talk about um, just how impactful it can be.
0: I generations. In in both directions.
1: Yeah, and I know generations like our family, you know, like both of our parents, they use social media
0: most of the time. My dad has...
1: I know your mom does, at least, on Facebook a little bit, and so does my mom. Yeah, my mom's Um, on Facebook... And I just, and I notice, you know, I'll be scrolling through Twitter and things are kind of going wrong. And my mom will be like, well, doesn't that, doesn't that scene, that stuff upset you all the time? And I will say, yeah, sometimes I'll go on Twitter and I'll see a Twitter moment and I just want to throw my phone at a wall. I'm like, is this really happening right now? And I just want to throw it. But at the same time, I have so many lovely friends That I've met on Twitter that I still follow and it's like we're all suffering together kind of thing and we're you know all tweeting you know about the election and we're all tweeting about um how so many different things and I want to start by saying that I first got Twitter when I was I think I got it without my parents knowing. <laughs> like, I think I was, like...
0: As we all did.
1: Yeah, I think I was, like, 15. How
0: else are you going to get on Disney.com and 14, play 14, yeah,
1: for real. I think, yeah. <laughs> I was on, uh, yeah, and I I was not really much active on there until, like, I got into high school and I started listening to the music I was listening to. I was listening to Emo Screamo. Like, like <laughs> and I was looking for other people on there that listened to that, too. And I started to follow different girls and different things, and all of a sudden, like, I was making friendships. Like, one in particular, (laughs) my friend Sydney. Like, I met, we, I think I was 16 when we met on Twitter. Yeah, and we became friends, and we FaceTime all the time, and... We don't talk as much as we used to, obviously, because we're not, you know, in high school. And we have, like, phone, we just text in whenever we want. We're, like, adults, like, she's, like, going to, like, I think she might be going to grad school or doing something like that. And, um, and we met when we were just little in high school. And I see, um, you know, and I see her grow and I see all my friends grow and it's just, like, it's it's like one of the best feelings is just seeing all your friends like do you know you don't see them in real life like you don't know who they are in real life but you see them through Instagram you see them through Twitter and you just see them living their lives and I and I see them doing such great things and they've always been there to support me on Twitter like I could just tweet whatever and they you know they're always there for me and what's so what I always find so weird is that like, okay, the band All Time Low, for example. I don't know how many people listening know All Time Low, but they used to be super popular, like, or maybe I thought they were, I don't know. They, no, maybe they, they were... are. Are they popular now? I hear them on the radio, so I, I guess mean, I don't, they are. I don't, I
0: don't know about today, but they have, they have their moment. They had their moment. Yeah,
1: so like, you know, and it'd be so funny, like, I'd befriend, you know, Sydney, and I'd befriend this girl, Anna, and I'd befriend this girl, Amanda, but Amanda and Anna would know each other, but not through me as a mutual, but through other mutuals. So it was like, there were so many, like, webs within the all-time low community there that people knew each other from... It, it was insane. And um, I, and a lot of them... Um, I have met a couple in real life. It's really... Um, it's quite an experience to meet someone you only knew online. Just I remember I meeting my friend Courtney. Um, In Florida, at Disney. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you're a real person? This is so weird. Like, you know? I'm just so used to seeing a picture and hearing a voice. You never, you know? And we had so much fun at Disney together. But what I was getting to is that, yeah, my mom says, like, you know, doesn't that stuff make you upset? And it's like, no. Like, I see my friends also living their lives, saying their own opinions, and I... And since I kind of grew, we kind of grew, let's see, it's been like, let's see, four years of high school almost, and four years college, like something like eight years, eight, nine years, it's like, I value them too, and I value their opinions, and, you know, it's just crazy that, like, but if the internet just shut off, mm. like if something just happened, the internet shut off. Like, I have their numbers, but, like, I wouldn't know what was going on. Right. So it's so crazy to also think that, like, even though you feel this connection, and you want to... um support their opinions and support their lives it's so crazy that like if one instant the internet's gone it's like they're gone too
0: yeah if the just the grid gets wiped out
1: yeah it's like they're gone too and i'm like no and i've known them for so many years and i remember befriending my first my first mutual her name is sarah or her name is sarah i should say and i think she was a freshman in high school when i first started when we first started becoming friends and like now she's like I think past college now, or something, and it's just, like, it, it's just insane to me. Like, just to see, like, the eight, like, it's just insane, and, you know, she's so happy. I remember, um, we, we all, st- you, we, you and what I'm bringing this up to is that we would also talk about, all of us would talk about how depressed we were. We were all, like, all of us, <laughs> we were all depressed, it mm-hmm. seemed like. We were all, like, some of us were suicidal, some of us were anxiety-ridden, some of us were having panic attacks all the time, and... I remember talking to Sarah about it. I think I was... Yeah, she... uh, I think she was in 8th grade. I shouldn't say freshman year. I think she was in, like, 8th grade. I was, like, sophomore year high school or something like that when we met. And somehow an 8th grader had Twitter. But, Mm -hmm. um... We, um... We would talk about our mental health together. And that was the first time I really connected with someone like that. And, um... And I've also had, you know, people I knew in real life, too, that had issues, too, and I've talked to, but, um, it was also nice to talk to someone who didn't know you in real life, if that makes sense, like, but I don't know if that kind of relates to anything.
0: Definitely, definitely. So, when, when you talk about, uh, your online friends and the people that you've met, uh, how often, like, how often are you interacting with them, and how often are, like, you guys...
1: Back, like, in 20... Like, I would say 14. Mm-hmm. That's all I did. That's all we all did. We just talked to each other. I remember there would be nights where we'd tweet each other these different quizzes, and we take the quizzes. Like, that's the main thing. There'd be conversation miles long yeah. of us just talking to each other. Like, we didn't know what DMing was. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I wish it's an old Twitter account. I got rid of that Twitter account, and probably for the best, but I deactivated it, but... Man, I wish I could find it, but yeah, we would just talk about bands. And like, I remember one night, and if anyone listened to the laugh, but I remember one night, um, we thought a band member of all time low dyed their hair a different color. And the entire... My entire timeline was blowing up. The hours. disintegrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, For hours. All
0: Time Low is over party. Oh,
1: yeah. Literally, no. (laughs) Jack got rid of his blood. No. Like, it was just like, you thought 16... Oh, and the night that All Time Low came out with a song with Pierce the we all lost our minds. Collectively, we all lost our minds. And... Or when, um... The lead singer... No one's going to know what I'm talking about. This is the best part. But the lead <laughs> singer of um, Sleepy with Sirens, Kellen Quinn, got in a fight with the lead singer of Bring Me the Horizon over Twitter. Like, people were losing their minds. I got in a Twitter fight, and my friend Sydney got in a Twitter fight with some girl. It was fun. Like, we had a lot of fun. Like, I, I can't take it seriously now. No,
0: which which of these bands turned out to be creeps?
1: Oh, uh... <laughs> here's the thing. I, okay, <laughs> I, you know, I might have a friend listen to this and get really upset with me, but I think All Time Low is, people defend them, I won't, because I remember them saying crude and lewd stuff at a show I went to when I was underage, and you could definitely tell everyone was underage there, so it was weird, you know, it's just weird things to say, and I don't agree with that, so, but no one's canceled them yet, so that's none of my business. (laughs) Pierce DeVale, Veil, the drummer, canceled, so, um, when they're remaking their new album, the drummer's not involved, so... That's a good thing, I guess. But um, the, yeah. other ones, yeah. uh, the other ones, the other ones, Sleeping Sirens, not that I'm aware of, Being the rising not that I'm aware of, but a lot of Warp Tour bands did, though.
0: Yeah. A lot of Warp yeah. Tour bands. Oh. And
1: recently, one, <laughs> recently, I went on social media, but this is our job to go off on different things, but... We're
0: reporting the news, people. We're
1: reporting the news, but I, today I was listening, um, you know, Achievement Hunter, Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh. Yeah. Yeah. so bad yeah. like that's, emily that's, that's ugly uh, shout
1: out to my um best friend in the world emily shoop who also made our um local logo
0: logo logo, logo artwork, i can't talk graphics imaging, graphics and branding. artwork
1: she is amazing um i love her we love her so much she did an amazing job i i literally just asked her when we ta- first started talking about the podcast i asked her about it and she goes it's already i'm already have ideas like she's been wonderful but anyway she um She told me about it. She's like, hey, did you hear about Ryan Haywood? Because we were both really big fans of Ryan Mm -hmm. when we watched Achievement Hunter. We both loved Ryan Haywood. So she's like, did you hear about Ryan Haywood? I'm like, no. And she's like,
0: girl. For for those that have no idea. Yeah. uh,
1: Well, I was going to get into it,
0: Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter are an online company, media outlet. They make uh, make content and videos about video games, pop culture, movies, uh, you know, geek stuff
1: yeah ruby red versus blue they did a red versus blue
0: yeah they do like the it was a halo show They yeah. they made a show out of like halo the video game
1: and then they would do um like let's plays and they got very popular like when minecraft was really coming out they did minecraft and they did so many minecraft ones yeah, they,
0: they were they were one of the first ones to really legitimize the uh, the whole like watching people play video games yeah. genre yeah Back like the Let's Plays
1: 2011, I think they started 2010, like a decade. They've been doing it for a long mm-hmm. time,
0: yeah, longer than that.
1: But Ryan Haywood was just caught up. Like, at first, I, I don't want to, like, I don't remember the whole timeline for sure, but I, I listened to a drama video today about it, so I know everything technically. I know it all. But there was, um, I guess this girl came out with this video saying that, um, she was involved with them, and, um, And then she mentioned she was underage, but she lied to him and said she was over. So people are like, okay, well, one, you shouldn't have gotten with a married man and lied to him. But also he shouldn't have, obviously, cheated on his wife. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, obviously there's, so they're both wrong type of thing. But then more underage things came out. There was proof. And it's so sad because I listened to, Emily sent me, um... Their live stream today. They did a live stream. Jack Patillo and Michael did a um, live stream today. And Jack Patillo was just crying. Like, I can't we can't believe this happened. I can't believe I had a monster sit next to me for ten years and I didn't know it. Yeah. Like and Michael, what I loved was that Michael Jones came on and he said, He's like, All you guys thinking this isn't true, y'all need to stop. This is what happened. You guys need to accept it. You need to accept that he was a monster, and he's not coming back here. And I completely appreciated that. Even saying that, you know, like, you know, not saying, oh, we don't know what happened. We don't know. Let's wait. No, they were like, no, he did it. He's guilty. We don't want anything to do with him. We're erasing everything. And then they kept making a sign to say, if you have been, you know, harassed by whatever, contact us. We'll support you, whatever you need. Like, they've been really on top of it. So. Wow. I. It was an amazing live stream. Well, I, I
0: haven't I haven't watched any other stuff in like a couple of years. I
1: haven't either. But when Emily let me know all this, I I had to kind of go back around because I remember you know watching their Minecraft Let's Plays. I remember watching their GTA Let's Plays when they do the heists and stuff like years ago. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like five, six years ago, and yeah, like twenty thirteen so. or something. Yeah. And, um, you know I was a big fan of Ryan Haywood. I so it it was just a shock, and that was Shane Dawson too, which. Actually, I could go into for just a little bit if you don't mind. (laughs) But, like... Go ahead. That... Like, that whole thing where he... Like, what's so sad...
0: And all all of this... Like, it kind of sounds like we're going off the rails, but this is kind of what we're talking about, that it's a testament to social media and the internet and how... It
1: affects people's lives. And
0: how these... Yeah, and how these communities have uh, been created around these people, around these companies and brands... And good things have happened and these bad things happen, too. Uh, it's just it's just a crazy time that we live in that, you know, these groups and uh, topics and all these discussions can be had and shared from the comfort of our own homes with people all across the world. And sometimes it can be used for, you know, nefarious purposes.
1: Yeah, and trying to get with your fans and for shit like that. And it's, you know, um, but...
0: And for us to be talking about it and care about these people.
1: Yeah. And, but with Shane Dawson, it was one of those things where, like... I, I watched Shane Dawson when I was young. Like, when I was young, young. Yeah. When I didn't know any better.
0: No, yeah, he was one of the first people on YouTube, and if you're... a if you're our age, you were a kid when YouTube. First yeah, when came you're like
1: 12 and you're like watching like Shanane, you think it's funny when you're 12. But yeah. then when you grow up, you're like, I'm horrified <laughs> at that. Yeah. And maybe, you know, when you're 12, you can say, I didn't find that funny, which, you know, it blessed your heart. But, um, you know. If,
0: if you laugh at something when you're 12. 12. Yeah, yeah, come on. Whatever.
1: But anyway, it's just. You look back and somebody compiled it all on Reddit. Everything he ever said. All the jokes he's ever made. All the sexual things he's ever... And I read through them all and I'm like, I can't believe I ever watched this guy. I can't believe I ever thought this guy was funny. I can't believe I ever let this guy, like... I can't believe I ever followed him and followed his fans on Twitter. You know, it was like one of those things. It was part of one of those fandoms too. It's like...
0: Didn't you go... Didn't you do a meet and greet? Yeah,
1: I met that guy. I met that guy. I was under... No, I I don't think I was underage. I think I was like 18. But like, it's... Yeah, I met him, and he met. And when I went there, there was like I was I was at Naperville. I was in Naperville. I was at um and what's it N, NCC Central know. College? Yeah, um they had like a gymnasium thing that I was at, but there was like hundreds, and they were all young girls. Oh, of course, of course. And you don't think about it until it's all in front, of, and then you're like, wait a second, and you're putting it for me. I had to put all the pieces together, and I felt disgusted.
0: Well, if you think about like like any of these. Jake Paul, uh like any of these influencers or YouTube guys, any of these TikTok people, most of their fans are under eighteen. When you think oh, about it, yeah. So I, who, who do you think is going to these meet and greets? Who do you think their their fan base is? Who are they making these videos for? Yeah, primarily. I, you know?
1: well, yeah. Like I watched and you know, I watched Smosh. They were older guys. You mm-hmm. know. You know. There's Shane Dawson.
0: Well, Smosh compared to Shane Dawson. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Very. Yeah. It's very tame.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. Man.
0: Especially, you know, about ten years ago when the internet was the wild west.
1: <laughs> Dude. Oh, back uh, when Call of Duty Modern Warfare back chat when, rooms.
0: Back when Modern Warfare 2 lobbies were the most toxic place on the planet. <laughs> Chernobyl could not
1: even, even touch handle. it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like, it's just, you know, you see these celebrities and they use social media for such great purposes, you know, I see, for example, I'm just biased. We see Ariana Grande posting all voting stuff and all this different stuff. And then you get people who use social media like that. And then you get people who just, like, abuse the amount of followers they have. And it's so sad. It is, it's sad. But, um, I remember, but it got in my head because I just, with Ryan Haywood back to Rooster Teeth and all that, coming back around, I just remember reading that and thinking, like, Damn, like, social media can just, like... Because all these people talk to them on Snapchat, Instagram DM. Like, it's just... It seems so easy sometimes to get wrapped up in things like that. Still quick.
0: I think for social media, for me, I think kind of going into my whole experience with it, I think it's kind of different for, for me and probably for a lot of guys, too. I think women are more open and kind of... Accepting online, do you think is that a is that a fair assessment?
1: I will go on Twitter and just like write like whatever I'm feeling. I'll just be like, yeah, today sucks. What do you guys think? You know, I don't care. Like, I really don't have any shame in it. And maybe it's because my accounts on private also that's why I don't have any shame in it. But like, I'll just tweet like whatever I'm Mm -hmm. thinking or feeling in the moment. I don't hold back. I mean, actually, I should say recently, I don't hold back. Maybe like last few months. But like I would say me a year ago, I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like silent, isolated. But now I think I'm more like like I'm just telling everyone my business probably. Yeah.
0: Twitter. And like and case in point like you can go on like you can go on a girl's Instagram, and we'll get a picture, and you have all all your closest friends are gassing you up, and even, like, girls that you haven't even talked to since high school, you haven't even seen, are...
1: I know, it's so funny, is that, are, like...
0: Just, are just singing your praises and telling you how gorgeous you are, and then, you know, a guy can post a picture, and it'll, it'll get likes, and it might get one comment from his best friend saying, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's just how guys <laughs> use it, though, yeah. too. And it's, like, it's so funny you say, like, you know, people they didn't talk... girls they didn't talk to in high school. It's so funny, is that, like, on Instagram, I'm, I'm like... I like, you know, we like so many, um, I'm going to Colorado on Friday, and I'm meeting up with, um, my friend, um, from Lockport, and I don't remember really talking to her much at Lockport, but, like, I think we talked just a little bit, and then, like, after, though, like, you know, then we, you know, we have each other on Instagram, we talk and stuff, and then now I'm meeting I'm gonna, uh, get dinner with her and stuff, and it's like, it's funny how, you know, you develop those friendships when you knew them in high school, and then they develop after. hmm but yeah, um. But yeah, you, um. But you're not. You have a little blue check mark, though, Brandon, so you are a little special on Twitter, I think.
0: Well, spoiler alert, I am verified on Twitter, but that's only because I used to work at a radio station, as I mentioned in the previous episode. And in order to book the kind of guests that we wanted, it was a hell of a lot easier for one of our part time producers, me. And about six other guys to have the blue check and to give give us a little legitimacy that we're actually from a radio station and that you know we're not just some jamoke asking you to come on some you know some podcast like this one. But but, uh, yeah, it's it doesn't really do anything for me. I only have 240 followers, you know, at the moment, something like that. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of a bragging uh, bragging chip, just. Useless bragging chip.
1: Do you know what my useless bragging chip is?
0: Oh, I think I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's my
1: five star on Uber.
0: Oh, no, that's not what I was thinking of. What do you think it was? Your current Twitter handle that you've had forever.
1: Oh, IRL Tinkerbell?
0: Yes. Yeah, that
1: that that is pretty nice. I do like that one. But, I and, had Haha Grier for a while, but then I but, got rid of it. But you, it, the
0: the reason that you can never change it back is because Oh Pete Wentz. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: because Tell that story. Oh my god, yeah. I um This is such a, so, I was, uh, I don't know, Fall Boy, I don't know, they tweeted something super, like, sketchy or something about, like, a list of movie theaters, and one of them was at the Joliet Mall, and my friends, who are huge Fall Boy fans, they went, and I was, I went to do something at my community college I was a part of, and, um, when it was over, I messaged them, I was like, hey, you guys still at Joliet Mall? Like, I'll swing by, and they're like, yeah, we're still here. So I went there, and I was like, so, did you ever find out what Fall Boy was up to here? And and they're like, no. But then they did, like, some other sneak peek thing on Twitter, and then we realized that it could have been, it it might be a preview within a movie theater, like a movie theater um, screening. So we, like, we were seated right at a table right outside the movie theater, and I think they changed everything now, but um, we got a ticket. We are like, what movie is starting with the previews right now? And she goes, oh, I think Beauty and the Beast or whatever. So we buy tickets. We go in. And we start a Periscope live stream like, on the screen. We just film the screen in the previews. Back when
0: Periscope was a thing. Like,
1: back when Periscope was a thing, yeah. On
0: Twitter. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and this wasn't that long ago. This was like three, four years ago? When,
0: 2017, I think? When we were in junior college? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, f- three, f- four
0: 15, years ago. 15,
1: 16? Yeah. I think it was, actually, I think it was seven. Yeah, I think it was spring of 17, But anyway, we were filming the screen, which was I think was totally illegal.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs>
1: like, totally illegal. <laughs> but I, then we're I, filming I, I, it, right? I, I
0: don't know if it reaches a federal offense, but it's definitely not... It's it's frowned upon, for sure.
1: Yeah, so we're filming it. And all of a sudden, you know, we see something. We watch a preview or whatever. We realize it's Fall Boy. We're, we scream or whatever. We're like, oh, my God. And then we had, a, I think, like 20,000 people watch that live stream.
0: Really? Like, at... That time, yeah, I alive. think so. Yeah,
1: I think so. It was like it was a lot of people, I thought, and I might be exaggerating, but I thought in the I, th- I swear I can ask my friend, but it, it was a lot of it was thousands 20, of
0: people, people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally, not to, but um, my 50 15 minutes of fame, I gotta like go over it again. Um, I gotta relive it again, but um. Yeah, a lot of people watched it, and then, um, somehow boy got the video, I got the screen grab of it, and they posted it on their Instagram, so my godforsaken screen was on their Instagram, and I was like, oh god, and, um, they DM'd us and said, you know, thanks for doing this, um, and they sent me, they sent us, like, all, uh, individual postcard with, like, Pete Wentz, so mine was said, like, thanks for showing new music, or something like that, and then had my at- Written on it, so I was like, okay, I can't get rid of IRL Tinkerbell, and it's kind of worked because now I still have blonde hair again, so um, it's been really good.
0: Uh, it still works for me. The story of the legendary Twitter handle.
1: Yeah, the IRL Tinkerbell, and then my my other handle was Haha ha Greer. And well,
0: that is yours on Instagram. That so.
1: is my Instagram, and
0: I- I'm just Brandon Orlowski on everything because yeah. nobody wants that username.
1: Yeah, and Haha ha Greer, I when I changed it, I wanted to change it back, and I found out like some Nash Greer fan took it, and I was like, damn.
0: You can keep it. I was
1: like, oh. <laughs> but um, take it, please. But I remember in um, in high school, in my uh, my teacher, I had to make a username up for something, so I just did Haha ha Greer, and she's like. Oh, did you do that because your life's a joke? What? I was like, damn, you didn't have to roast me that the hard. The teacher said that? Yeah, I was like, girl.
0: Fuck, Fuck that bitch. I was like,
1: girl. <laughs> but and now I just say that. I'm like, yeah, it's because my life's a joke. And people find it funny, and I'm like, that's
0: good. No, it's, it's a lot easier to take when it's coming from yourself.
1: Yeah, but when it's a teacher, you're like... <sighs> but it, it made me laugh. It made me laugh at the time,
0: so... Anyway, yes, I don't necessarily use social media to kind of reach out and make friends and find people in a community it is fun to do that and like for instance like when the star wars movies were coming out like it's fun to go on the star wars subreddit and you know just kind of go through all that and sometimes it kind of backfires now that i think about it and <laughs> yeah it reminds me <laughs> um when oh the force awakens came out the first of the disney movies that kind of rebooted everything uh, we were in the movie theater, me, Greer, and a couple other of our friends, uh, the midnight fucking showing or whatever it was. Were
1: we were in Orland, We were in Orlando, right? That wasn't yes. the that wasn't the.
0: No, it wasn't. In, no, just you know, seven o'clock showing or whatever. I'm on Twitter talking about. I just I send I send out a tweet like, can't believe I'm watching Star Wars in the movie theaters or some shit like that, and some rando account who I don't even know how it happened, probably just looking through the Star Wars mentions and shit literally just like DMs me the biggest spoiler of the movie which at this point if you haven't seen it it's <laughs> Han that Han dies it's that Kylo Ren kills Han Solo <laughs> and Han Solo is actually the guy's dad and at this point nobody knew <laughs> me, who Kylo Ren was that's
1: so funny is that I think me and Nick were like getting popcorn or something we came back and you were just like your head was down. Oh, I was. You were. You look so mad. And
0: I was I mean, livid. Yeah. and I'd I waited all this time, and then I finally get to see the movie, and right before you're like through my phone. Like ten minutes before it starts, like I yeah, I just like extended my hand out with my phone in it and just let go. And it just kind of, like, fell into the row in front of me.
1: Oh, my God. And then when we, when we saw I Last was Jedi. I was not happy. I think it was Last Jedi. That was the one in the city. And people were walking out talking about it. We were like, shut the fuck
0: up. Yeah. That's <laughs> the worst. It's, it's like a Homer Simpson moment.
1: We were like, shut up.
0: Oh. Anyway. Yeah, that was good. Um, but Yeah, like going on those like Star Wars subreddits when the movies come out, or like when a new video game or a new TV show is going on. Like, yeah, like those mega the, threads
1: like the, are the best. The, like
0: the Breaking Bad mega threads.
1: The Hereditary mega threads saved us <laughs> on the way home. We yeah, were any, all trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Any,
0: like going into those uh, discussions and communities are fun, and I love doing that. But I don't really do it for any kind of extended period of time. Um, I don't really. I don't really go on Twitter a whole hell of a lot. I kind of find it to be kind of a cesspool most of the time.
1: I think, yeah. And I think what helps is, like, yeah, like I said, I'm following my friends. We all can go on there. We can all see what's mm-hmm. going on in the world. And we'll all, we I can see, like, when major news goes on, they'll all quote, tweet it. be like, what the, what, mm-hmm. is, what is this? And, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, I've noticed a couple, some of my friends, we all have different opinions on what's going on, and not should I should say, I don't want to say, like, as far as voting goes, different opinions on voting, I should say, and, but I, um, I'm always interested to see their side of it on, like, their party, whatever, you know, that type of thing, and, um, you know, I, but we can all, you know, we all tweet sometimes, like, I'm super, I'm super depressed, like, I'm having a bad day, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, and, um the last, you know, few days they've really been helping and they've been doing, they've been, um, helping me out a lot. So, um, whenever I'm doing, whenever I'm doing like not, I don't want to say not well, I shouldn't say that when I'm, you know, kind of feeling a little low Mm -hmm. and I go on Twitter and I say, Hey, life sucks. Everyone, my friends are just like, yep, yep. I'm there with you. (laughs) Like... So we can all just kind of sulk together and be in an cesspool.
0: Misery loves company. Right. Exactly.
1: But at the same time, we all celebrate our joys. Like, I've seen um, one, you know, recently have a... She has, I think, the cutest little baby. I think he's almost one... The cutest little baby. And it's just... I see things like that now. So now my Twitter, you know, sometimes isn't I'm depressed in college or I'm depressed in high school. Now it's like I'm a mom or, you know, I'm getting married or Mm -hmm. I just got this huge job. So now I'm seeing things like that and I love it. It's not like, you know, it's not always I'm depressed all the time Mm -hmm. as much as it used to be. So I always see that too as life obviously goes on and gets better too, you know, because I'm Mm -hmm. seeing them as
0: well, you know, do their own thing. I'm talking... Like mainly, I don't go on Twitter mainly because of like it's. I, I think just people use it and like they just kind of go at it. They go at each other and especially since we're kind of coming up on an election. Oh yeah, I see. Kind of important. Yeah. Uh, you know, people from both sides are just yelling at each other into the void, and it's just kind of and not something. Of not that. something that I want to just fill my head with, especially since I got my own issues that I got to fucking deal with. Uh, and, you know, I I think about the election and COVID and everything that else that's going on on my own time. And sometimes
1: I feel like they incite fear.
0: There's right, some yeah.
1: that just There's incite some, fear on both sides, just, too.
0: Yes, people that just take themselves too seriously. They feel the need that they have to say something when they definitely don't need to. In any kind of capacity, you know, it's just sometimes it's better to, in in some cases, not say anything at all. And in my case, frankly, that it choose to do just don't use it don't go on twitter
1: i always told my i was just telling my mom about last night i was talking to her about like if i was ever famous i would hate being famous on social media
0: it sounds like a nightmare it sounds
1: like a nightmare because no matter what you say you are wrong to someone Mm -hmm. no matter what if you because i you know all this stuff it's like part of me like i i was thinking for example like all the stuff happening like all the protests and stuff it's like I know I would be one of those celebrities who are like, donate the bail funds, do this, do that. Like, helping the protests, doing all that stuff. And I know, like, I would get backlash, like, no one's business, you know? But then if, you know, but if you say nothing and you just want to stay low, then you're a piece of shit so you're not saying anything because you want to
0: use your it's, thing, And it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's, you know. Damned if you do, damned if yeah, you don't. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's like, I always believe that a celebrity should use... Their platform I do believe that I'm like If you have 200 million followers You should be using that Like I know you didn't ask for that But at the same time Like like Ariana Grande has 200 million followers She's telling them all to vote
0: mm-hmm. You know
1: that's I think that's good enough Type of thing She doesn't go on there And write every day About everything you should do But she at least tells you Hey you should vote And um But then you know You got celebrities Like You know Our president Who just go off <laughs> yeah. All the time About whatever You know
0: But you also could make the case That like you know, just because they just because they are a celebrity doesn't mean that you necessarily have to listen to what they say.
1: That's also true. You know, I I remember you know Joe Rogan saying that in a podcast one time. Like, guys, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I remember hearing him say it so many times. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, then why?
0: But that's the thing. Are guys th-
1: taking what he says is bible because he's right. literally saying, don't take what I say is bible. But people turn it into that, and, yeah. and I want to know why. You know, it's like well,
0: because people. Just, people want to make their own narrative. They don't want to watch the whole thing. Like, who cares if Joe Rogan endorses whoever? Like,
1: who cares? They don't want to get context.
0: Yeah, he didn't really endorse Bernie, and then...
1: He endorsed, if he endorsed anyone, it was Tulsi.
0: Yeah, he said that he liked Bernie and he would probably vote for him. And then Twitter came out and uh, got a hold of that little soundbite and basically tried to tank Bernie for that by claiming that Joe was all yeah, right and like, and, she, and you know
1: It's so stupid. And it's like Whatever. Yeah. And that's it can get misconstrued very easily. And
0: yeah, and that's why Twitter has become kind of a kind of a weapon in in certain instances to some people, especially when it comes to politics and pushing a narrative.
1: Oh, pushing a narrative like no one's business. It's insane. And now you got now Twitter, I notice even today, is kind of fighting back and, you know, deleting stuff and getting rid of things. Like, I guess they deleted, like, so many bots from, like, you know, for a di- like a certain side of the political party, you know. Got all their bots deleted, you know, and it's, you see, it's like...
0: Well, it's only God. a matter of time before there's more bots from it's wherever. Ins- it's insane. Inside the country, outside the country. It's, it's only a matter of time before there's another wave of that kind of technology.
1: And yeah and it's like and what's really crazy is like those um those uh k-pop people i'm like are those bots or are those real kids like i can't tell like when they post like when they post those like k-pop videos underneath like a video like a, have you seen that you yeah know what i'm talking all, about
0: all the k-pop accounts that just yeah. spam Flug. yeah just spam the big threads yeah. yeah
1: and i'm like are those real people are those kids or are those like bots i don't know I'm trying, that's like my, that's my big question right now. Yeah, I
0: mean, if if all the tweets basically look the same, then it's probably just spam. Especially if you look under, like, any of, like, Trump's tweets or, like, any other, like, big, big uh, profile or page.
1: When you look under Trump's tweets, do you see, do you ever look at his tweets, like, under, like, the
0: replies? Uh, Sometimes. Like, when
1: when you see a really crazy one, you just look at their replies?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Are they all, like,
1: are they all, like liberal people responding, like, back? Or is it, like, different for you? Because I want to know if it's, like, more my algorithm that shows me, like, liberal people, like, trying to fight back on him, or you see, like...
0: I'd say it's about 80% liberal people just kind of, like, you know, they they write a paragraph. Yeah. They, you know, send out their, their quote-unquote, well-wishes to the president and, you know, into the void. And then yeah. there's other people who, you know, screaming into the even bigger void about, you know... This is our God Emperor President. You know, thank Jesus that you're here. Shit like that. That's, yeah. some people get crazy. It, yeah, it, trust me. Go look at that shit.
1: Yeah, um, it, no, it's scary.
0: Yeah. It's scary. Anyway. Yeah. Um, my whole Twitter experience, I just kind of detailed. You know, it is what it is. Uh, I use it just to keep up with the news and sports, basically.
1: And I think that's a very common like.
0: I, I and you I, thing to do, yeah. You know? I don't, guys, I, don't, like, I don't spend too much time on it.
1: I know, and guys don't like you know, they're not like, oh, I'm just gonna flip through.
0: Twitter no, I'm on for
1: an hour. I'm like, that's me. If anything, maybe TikTok.
0: I mean, yeah, TikTok I use mainly just at I night. I think you
1: do because I, I, I've gotten, I've gotten a few, <laughs> so I know.
0: <laughs> no, I do mainly just at night. Um, Instagram is probably the biggest one that I use, and that's that's probably the best one for communicating with friends at this point, uh, especially our generation. I still have Facebook. That's mainly for, uh, that's mainly for family. Oh my God, I love point.
1: Facebook because it, whenever I post a picture, it's like my mom's friends, and my family, like comedy. Like, yeah. We love you so much. It's just like the best feeling, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: Facebook's good for family because, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the older people are still on there. Um, it's
1: bad for news source though. It's no, terrible. No, it's, but it's,
0: <laughs> it's great for connecting with your family and uh, the older generations though. Um, still got some friends on there that, still use it, uh, about as much as the other ones, which is, which is pretty nice. It's, Do you know what it's really good for? What's up?
1: Groups. Like, groups on Facebook?
0: Yeah, Facebook does have, like uh, I'm in a. Few. Facebook does have Messenger, so you can have, kind no,
1: of... No, but I mean, like, Facebook, like, oh, groups. Oh, the communities,
0: communities, yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Cause I was gonna bring up a few that are my Yeah, favorite. that
0: is, that is something that, I'm uh, in so,
1: I'm in a, I'm in a ton. I could list...
0: That is something that Twitter and Instagram don't have. And Instagram is... That's true, yeah. Owned by Facebook.
1: Yeah, because I'm in a couple groups, like, um, a group where we pretend to speak gibberish and pretend to understand each other.
0: I like the one where everybody pretends to be ants. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. A group (laughs) where we all pretend to work at the White House. That's a good one. (laughs) Um, I got a group where we, where someone will explain the joke incorrectly. And we're both in depression meals gone wild. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, like, want to post, like, one time I had, I think I I, like, sent it to you, but it was a picture of, like, frozen pizza and, like a couple, like a two pieces of chips. And I was like, yep, here we go. Yeah. It's like,
0: it's like a slice of cheese and a bowl of ice water. (laughs) Like not even a glass, a bowl of ice water. You're eating it like a soup. Yeah. Like that kind of shit.
1: Um, weird secondhand finds that need to be shared. That one's a good one. Yeah.
0: It's just stuff that's in like thrift shops and funky shit like that.
1: Gyms with threatening auras. So gyms are like old guys. Okay. So like, so like, Old guys with weird tattoos. You know, okay. Things like that. Uh, foods with threatening auras.
0: Targeted t-shirts.
1: Sounds like you might die, but okay. Those people, like, <laughs> posting videos of people, like, you know, mm-hmm. doing crazy shit.
0: Yeah, these are... It's almost like it's almost like subreddits on Facebook. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, you know, that's a good one, too. Subreddits. Subreddits mm-hmm. are amazing, too. And, yeah. I, you know, I should say that I use subreddit a lot, like... Um, like... The, um like, oh, my God, relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even just, like, relationships. It's, like, friendships, you know, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even just, like, relationships. It's all t- different. Friendships, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, I I live for the drama on that. I live for the drama on, um, uh, you're the, am I the asshole?
0: That's a great subreddit. Am
1: I the asshole? Oh, that's a great subreddit.
0: And it's good when the comments are just, like, you are a... The biggest piece of Yeah, story. I know
1: people are like, you're terrible. I hope you die. It's like, oh my god. And but the <laughs> this best is what I came here for? And when the best is when you go scroll through and you're like, I want QA. I want to see if they answer back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's kinda of like that, you know, you go on a forum a group where we pretend to be boomers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Besides uh reaching out to your friends and just using the people that you've uh you already know and are close with, have you done any kind of uh like mental health groups online have you gotten into any of those
1: um yeah i was in one for a little bit um i i have a couple people i was on um a facebook group for like depression and stuff like that the thing was is that um the group is really big and i know i could have turned the note the group is really big so i got a lot of notifications all the time and it was all over the world so you would always get like you would always get one spammed sometimes if it's a big group you know you get spammed with random crap sometimes and then there's just people who are god god love them but they were like you know seven years old writing you don't know what it says because they're seven years old on a computer and you know you just get it ran and i'm like i don't know if i want to be reading this on my feed all the time you know because you're on facebook and i don't know if i want to read on my feed about all these people mm-hmm. you know it's like it's yeah. so weird like the thing it's how it's shown to you mm-hmm. you know it's how it comes across to you right and i didn't really like the facebook group way of doing it i um i just felt like it was just i don't know i i feel like facebook groups are for me like for um finding good things i think
0: yeah like what like especially like what we're trying to do here is talk about the the you know the hardships that come with mental health and everyday life and just kind of have an open conversation and have it be easy to to digest and and shit like that but sometimes when you read stories online and yeah, stuff like that it's it just over and over and over it's just kind of it it weighs on you
1: yeah you don't you know you don't
0: you don't want you don't want to flood yourself with all that stuff yeah. it's it's good to check in on the group every once in a while and you know, read stories like that and offer advice or, you know, even just see what people have to say. But if you're just constantly on there just reading all these sad stories, yeah, about like, um, it might not be the best practice for your own mental health.
1: Yeah, and it's like, you don't want to be reading, like, Hi, I'm this, I'm 45 from here and I've been depressed my entire life, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I, you know, and I feel for them and I know what that's like. But yeah, it's, you know, you know, you're like, I'm going to go on Facebook and see what my grandma's doing. And <laughs> then you read that and you're like, oh, okay, never mm-hmm. mind. You know, it's like one of those things where, like, and I, yeah, like I said, I could, you know, mute it, turn mm-hmm. off notifications and just look it up on my own time. But I always just ended up going to people I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my main thing. Or if I, I don't think I ever done this, but if I was going to do it, too, I'd have to be completely anonymous. You know, i go on Reddit, you know throwaway account, mm-hmm. that type of thing, if I really wanted to do something like that. But it's so much easier. For me, Twitter is just what it is. Like, I think it may be the comfort level, too. Like, that has been my little corner to talk about what I want with my people. And that's why my account, I had a public for a little bit, but I went back on private. And it's like, that's why it's like, I have it on private. Like, so I could just go on there. And even if I'm like, you know, maybe I am tweeting too much about how sad I am. I feel better after I do. For some reason, I just feel better after I do.
0: And it's, no, that's an it's a tweet. people.
1: You know, and it's like, for some reason, I know it's just a tweet. Like, I know it's, like, nothing. Like, in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. But something about hitting tweet, you're just like, ah. And maybe that's just me, because I've been on it so long.
0: It is a way of just kind of yelling and getting your feeling out. It is a way a, it, it's a digital way of just going outside and letting out a scream.
1: And my favorite thing is, I you know, I should say on my Instagram, I have my, um, I have another account that I just like post random spam stuff on. Right. And I've had that account since 2016. I use that to look back on memories. Mm-hmm. And I also use it as a mental health check-in. I will post on there. I'll be like, this is how I'm feeling. I feel like shit. This is terrible. I hate my life. And even if I don't care if people read it. You know what I mean? It's just there. And and it's it's private. It's private. And I have friends that see it, but it's more for myself. And, you know. And
0: it it doesn't matter if your friends see it, because the only people that follow the account are people that you're comfortable seeing it it in the first place. Yeah,
1: so you're like, I could, you know, um, post whatever I want. And it's like, you know, right now, like, I can look back and remember, like, the last time I felt super depressed was August 3rd. And now, like I have a timeline because I posted, like I can't believe I still feel like this, all this different stuff. So it's like, um, <laughs> my dogs say hello. I don't know if they can, I don't know if they can hear that in the mic, but they
0: said. Hi. I hope.
1: Yeah, they said hi. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like I can look back and be like, okay. And then I remember I used this account when I was filling out information for a new psychiatrist to you know, see about medication. I was like, all right, I got to look at my Finsta because I remember a post like, all right, guys, starting this medication today. So I could remember when I started medication and I could have put, I probably could have easily just put it in a list on my phone. But mm. for some reason, I wanted to take a picture of my big ass forehead and post it. So, <laughs> you know, um, but
0: I, I, it's know, also a way of keeping your friends just kind of in the loop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause like sometimes I don't want to text five six seven different people you send
0: out a mass text of how you're doing yeah.
1: i almost thought about doing that recently i almost thought about sending out like a um, newsletter literally <laughs> a newsletter That's a good idea. oh my god for the next few weeks of my life i'm just gonna put out a newsletter i'm gonna the, like all the, right guys
0: the christmas letter the
1: christmas i'm gonna like i'm doing
0: all right i'm getting good grades
1: <laughs> but you know i want to send everyone a group chat even though none of you guys had each other's numbers i just want to send a group chat be like hey guys all good i'm doing fine you know but um, <laughs> and then
0: everybody's just, who the fuck is
1: Who, who the fuck is this? Who is so-and-so? <laughs> who made this, who made this account, or who made this text thread green? Who has the Android? Yeah. Like, <laughs> get them off this thread account.
0: Who's the imposter, yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, my Finsta, anyway, it's just, it's been, um, it's been a lovely thing to have, and, like I said, I've had it since November of 2016, it's about to turn four years old, this account, and... Mm-hmm. I love, like, looking back, and I can look in, like, you know, December of 17. I'm like, oh, this is what I was doing December of 17, you know? And it, it just, like, you know, I have pictures from us when we took JJC classes together and when we were, you know, not even as close as we are now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have pictures of us from that, and it's like I look back on that, and I'm like, damn, like, that was so long ago. and But not really, you know? So it's those memories are just forever ingrained there. And for a while, I had an account where... It was just me. Like, no one else had... It was, like, a super, super locked down one. And it was just me. And I posted pictures. I posted, like, my stories. I posted everything. But then one... I, But then I went on TikTok. And then I saw this TikTok of a Spotify thing that, like, would help you with your Spotify playlist. And I signed up for it. And then people were like, oh, they're gonna hack your, your shit, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, my God. What if somebody hacked into that account and posted it everywhere? So I deleted the account. So I don't have it anymore, unfortunately. But I remember, like posting something just felt better and it's crazy kind of like how it changes in generations like you know journal writing like i feel like for me it's just as effective as just like going on on twitter no it's the same even if no one even if no one is reading it even if it's a private account just mine i can just post like this this such and such xyz happened to me i am this upset about it and my life sucks and i can press tweet and i'm like all right cool and no one even if no one reads it i'm like all right cool
0: it's an exercise. Yeah,
1: and I just think it's, you know, when you think about it in a retrospect, you're like, that's kind of weird, you know? But I think we also have to accept that life is evolving and we're not going to be just writing our feelings on paper anymore. Like, things are just moving forward and that's just the way, um, that's just the way for me that I've always been able to, you know, um, work through stuff, you know? And it, I'm also able to reflect that way, too. You know, I reflect on like, man, I really felt like that or you know, I can't believe like you know, I used to be upset about that. Now I feel better. You know, I'm glad I don't I'm not in that space anymore. And it i I also look back and it makes me think like wow, I was I was really messed up then, I was really sad, I was really upset. You know, now I don't feel that way. So I know it's possible to be that low and get back this high again. You know, there's there's that element of being able to see yourself like go through those phases and changes too. And I think it's important to, you know, look back on yourself and, you know, reflect on, you know, who you are and, you know, um,
0: what you're trying to be for yourself and the people around you. So as we kind of close out, we've gone over an hour.
1: Almost. I know. I feel like I could just keep talking, you know. We
0: definitely could. Um, do you have anything else big to touch on?
1: Not right now. I feel like maybe in the next couple, but, you know, we could say before, but...
0: I mean, regarding social media. Any oh kind of
1: no, I don't think so. Got
0: kind of everything. Uh, if you could just kind of sum up your experience, your attitude towards uh, towards social media, whatever, whichever ones you use. Uh, if you could summarize your maybe couple favorite things and couple least favorite things about about you know your experience, what would they be?
1: I love, like I was talking about, the connection that you have with people, even though they're so far away. Like, most of my friends are in Ohio and the East Coast, and I have some, like, Midwestern but farther away. And, um, being able to connect with them and share, you know, grief, pain, whatever, through a screen, whether it be computer or phone, I love that. I love the, um... I love the ability to like, but you know what I always say I don't like is just the fear that they can, you know, the fear it can cause too. Like, our, you know, when you go on, like we talked about earlier, when you go on and you see like, you know, is there a war starting, is all stuff, you know, you just, little pop-ups, you know, in the news, like Trump said this, Trump said that, you know, you're, you know, you're constantly like kind of a little stressed out all the time because things are constantly happening. So it's, like, trying to find that element of, like, you know, keeping up with your friends, keeping up with your mental health, talking about it, but also not overwhelming yourself. And I think once you find that balance, like, I ha- I think I've, I'm have i close to it. And um, I try not to get so heavily, like, angry all the time at everything I see. I try to just let it go and say, like, all right, that's just somebody fucking tweeting something stupid. But sometimes I have my moments. And, um, but, like I was saying, it's, like, I like the ability to... The memes, too. Yeah. <laughs> there are some memes that just... I, you know, back a couple years ago, Like there was, I feel like there was a meme circling. Every few months there would be a meme
0: circling. There still is. I Tr- feel like it oh, was... Trust me. Trust me. Okay, okay. I'm on top of this shit. Who, who sends you all the memes and... Uh, I know, and I know. I know. Yeah, no,
1: no, no, you're right. No, Come you're right. No no, 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 100% you're right. But I feel like there's always, like, a common one, though. Right. There's always, like, a... Like a Spongebob well, one. Like a Spongebob picture always going around with yeah. it. thousands of different quotes. But I feel but like that doesn't what's happen. What's going on
0: right now? Right now it's uh, how what? it started, how it's going.
1: Oh, yeah, this is right, yeah. It's,
0: that one's kind of dumb. Yeah. But, um...
1: How it started, how it's going. Yeah, that one. Oof. And then there's, um...
0: Uh, DaVinci was the last big one. Oh,
1: DaVinci? Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Emily, oh, my best friend, she loves it. She got a shirt for her birthday. Fuck. That Zach, her brother Zach got her. It says DaVinci. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, and I guess I think the biggest memes should go around are just TikToks. Like viral TikToks too. Right. Or what's going around rather than viral pictures maybe too.
0: No, yeah, TikTok is but, blown up this year.
1: But yeah, like seeing viral things go off and then have people just laugh. Like the fly.
0: The fly that landed on Mike Pence's head. Yes, and
1: I know he was talking about how he thinks systematic racism doesn't exist, and I, yeah, that's terrible, and all that aside, you know, people just make jokes about the fly too, you know. No, no,
0: yeah, the only the only thing I saw was the fact that a fly was landing on him, so basically equating him to literal human shit. Yeah. Or literally. Or uh, a sign, a a, like a biblical prophecy of. of the locusts and the pestilence coming down.
1: Yeah, and it's <laughs> because, like people were just making it like yeah. to all these different things. and, you know, you got Biden with the fly swatters, and you're just like, oh yeah. my God. But yeah. Did you it, see
0: the one where they deep faked uh, Biden as Eminem doing the rap battle uh, no. towards Trump?
1: Oh no. I saw one. <laughs> the Eight they, Mile Battle? I saw one where they made um, uh, Michael Scott the Trump and it's like, uh, Stanley, like, you know, you can't mess up, if, if I think you can't mess up more, you just do it again, and it's just like, <laughs> he just goes off, but right. anyway, I digress.
0: Right, memes.
1: memes. Memes, yes, like, seeing the memes and seeing people, you know, like a, like I was saying with the fly, you just see messed up sh- shit and you just, you know, at least you can know that people are arguing about, or not arguing about it, but laughing about it, I should say, and having fun with it. I love that element of it, and, um... I also, it's so hard to sum up, you know, it's like, I know those are like the the most key things about it, and I just don't like the also, fear that it brings, the, the fear that it can bring too. you know, like I said, you know, yeah, you can laugh about Mike Pence's fly, like, on his head, but then you gotta fear that, like I just said, he's talking about how he doesn't think systematic racism is a thing, so that's the fear part of it, you know, right. it's like, it's like you give, you get one and you know
0: right um, yeah but ultimately you would say that you probably can't imagine life without social media at this no,
1: point no no and I agree. losing oh my god twitter was to shut down i'd be really you know and that's sad to say but like i'd be like that sucks cuz you know i think it's just like a like i said people always see the negative in it but maybe i'm just like i see the positive i think it's awesome and i think you know even if you see it and something to make you sad at least you know you're getting your news your info as long as you're getting it from trusted sources too you gotta you also gotta know who your trusted sources are too. you can't just go on Twitter and read something and find the Bible like you gotta know you gotta you gotta um and I'm thankful that's one of the things I learned in school is um how to find trusted sources so you know you make sure that's, For sure yeah that's my main news source that's what I use
0: definitely and for me, I shared. Many of the same opinions I use social media In one aspect To connect with my friends and family And to keep up with their lives And have them keep up with mine There's that clock again Yeah. Shows you how long we've been doing this podcast Yes. Uh, And on the other side Just being goofy and watching videos And looking at memes and shit And you know sometimes Checking out the news And sports and shit like that So like I don't necessarily use it to meet new people, I use it to catch up on how my friends are doing, and also as kind of an entertainment source, and sometimes as a news source. Um, now, some of the things that I don't like about it, of course, are just kind of the way that. People can anonymously just kind of say, say whatever they whatever. want.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like you want that freedom of speech so you can say stuff, but at the same time, like
0: it's it's an amazing tool, and it's ama- and it's amazing that everybody can finally have an opinion. It's just the fact that everybody has an opinion is the problem. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, and it is what it is. You know, there's there's no way around it. You gotta every, everybody's got to have a fair shot on online. You know. At least to a certain extent. You don't want to go too far. But <clears throat> everybody's got an opinion online and sometimes you just come across the wrong one and you got to, you know, and you, you know, you don't, that's why I don't go on Twitter a whole lot because just just people yelling at each other. And this, you know, even if I agree with what they're saying, it's just like the way that they're going about it is just annoying to me.
1: Yeah. So. Especially like all the journalists, like. Yes. For politics, just going back and forth with each other, you're yeah. like, okay, it's, all right. It's
0: just toxic and. I digress.
1: But, um, do you mind, real quick, I want to say something regarding the last podcast. Yeah. Something I said last podcast that bothered me and I didn't realize it and I just want to make everyone aware that now I'm aware of it.
0: Closing remarks. Closing
1: remarks. I was aware that when we were talking about, um... The celebrity things, we said um we were talking about John Travolta, and you're like his girlfriend in Greece. And for some reason I took it as Greece the location and not Greece the movie.
0: Yeah, the movie that John Travolta.
1: I don't know why made, but I was like girlfriend a in Greece. Like he has a girlfriend in Greece. Like I'm thinking the actual location. And my friend Ashley's like Olivia
0: Newton John. Yes, that's, that's her it. Name. Yeah, that's her name. That's her name. But
1: Ashley was like, my friend Ashley pointed out, she goes, You know what Brandon meant like the movie, right? And I'm like <laughs> Oh yeah. Ashley, makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, Ashley, thank you. Like I, I just like I I just was like, oh my god. I hope people oh my somebody's, god, people thought I was so
0: dumb. Somebody's fucking paying attention to me here.
1: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I wanted to make that little remark that I caught that and there's probably gonna be another one in this show too. Yeah,
0: we can fact check after the <laughs> after the episode comes out. Yeah. Anyway. Um yeah. Brandon Orlowski, Greer Casa Grande. This yes. has been episode two of What's Wrong with Us.
1: I know we went off a little bit, but. Um...
0: Delved into all aspects of social media and not necessarily the history of social media, but how we use it, how we. What we've
1: seen, what we've dealt with.
0: How we experience it, and what's good about it, what's bad about it. Uh, if you want any other clarifications, uh, write in and maybe we can talk about it on the next episode.
1: Yeah. And if anyone wants to like, wants us to talk about stuff or want to talk with us or want to be on here or whatever, just, just honestly, just message us. We're so open to talking about whatever. Like I had, um, I have a friend who wants to talk about anxiety and aerial, aerial yoga. Like I, you know, so whatever and whatever anyone.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah. You don't even have to necessarily be on the show you can email us questions we can yeah. have, we can have a, a, a listener mail segment we can we can do all kinds of shit it's it's literally we the are, power still is doing in, this yeah. the power is in your hands however big you want the show to be it's up to you guys we can do the work you just got to give us the tools
1: yeah and yeah we're at least for me too like i'm so open to anything so we definitely
0: just if you want to reach us, once again, www.upodcast at gmail.com. If you want to reach us through email, Twitter, the handle is www.upodcast, same as the email. Uh, that's the Twitter handle, like I said. Instagram is what's wrong podcast. Uh, I am at Brandon Orlowski across all social media.
1: And then my Twitter is at IRL Tinkerbell, like we were talking earlier, all one word. And then <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Instagram is <laughs> haha Anything else? Nope. I think that's it, Brandy.
0: All right. Episode two is in the books. We're coming at you, I don't know, sometime next week. We'll figure out when we're going to record this. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's day by day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll get you the next episode.
1: All right. Bye. Goodbye.